Welcome to Right on Track, a songwriting podcast. Thanks to Tone for tuning in. I'm Demi Michelle Schwartz, and I'm thrilled you're joining me on my songwriting journey. So kick back and relax, don't fall flat, and remember, stay right on track. everyone welcome back to right on track i am delighted to be joined by girls next door today hey there. how are you hot (laughs) we're melting (laughs) it's so hot it's ridiculously hot and you understand where you are this is tammy talking you understand where you are the humidity that we deal with as well yeah there i know pa has the has lots of uh humidity as well so that adds to the melting of it all yes <laughs> great, great for your hair and all those. <laughs> absolutely yes i was just outside before i uh opened up the call to talk to you guys and it was nice for a while and then i started getting oh, a little hot and i was happy to come in and record this <laughs> yes yes they yes. see Wow. Well, I'm so excited you guys are joining me today. Before we get into specifics with your career and your new single, can each of you just share a little about yourself and how you got started in music individually? And then we'll get into the group. All right. This is Doris. I was born and raised in Nashville. I grew up riding Tennessee walking horses and singing in my church and then went on to, well, worked at Opryland my senior year in high school, several years, in fact, and then went to college as a music major, came back home and uh, pursued a music career doing studio work and then met a wonderful producer that had the idea about Girls Next Door and we put that together. That was just, the, I knew Cindy from Opryland and, uh, and Tammy and Diane. Well, I, I knew Cindy, Cindy knew Diane and Diane knew Tammy. So that's, that's a real quick, in a nutshell, how Girls Next Door got started. Okay, this is Diane and gosh, I've, I've been singing as long as I can remember. Um, it's just something I love to do. I grew up actually overseas. My dad was in the Air Force, so I spent a lot of my life over there. I was born in Germany and lived in Belgium for six years and lived in Colorado for a year, moved back to Nashville where my dad retired, went to high school in Nashville and started getting involved in music a lot in high school. And then like Doris, uh, Doris and I had the same voice teacher in Nashville. So, um, she always took a bunch of us out to Opryland to try out for the live shows at Opryland. And um, that was my first year. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what year it was. Um, I just don't remember, but it was. <laughs> but anyway, that's how I got started. Really, That was my first professional gig was Opryland USA and the live shows. This is Tammy. And um, I have probably been performing for the audience since I was five. I grew up singing gospel music with my mother's family in Texas. That's where I was born. Those Singing Wills family, they had a syndicated TV show and we sang every weekend and did all that in churches. And then um, we moved to Nashville when I was 12 and we continued doing that. It's just my my um, medium, medium family there with my mom, my brother, my sister, and my dad. We did all that and traveled for a while. Then in high school, I went with the band that... Um, was bluegrass band, but we did a lot of top 40 stuff too. So did that all through high school. And then 
went to uh, Opryland and sang and then with Girls Next Door. So I don't know anything else but performing pretty much. And I love it. Just love it and love these girls and love singing with them. I've decided it's my favorite place to sing. <laughs> Checks and models. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, this is Cindy. And uh, I also was born in Nashville. Uh, I think I probably got my love of music from my father. He loved country music, loved gospel music. So I grew up singing in my church, just like most of us did right here. Um, so I went on with, with, as I grew up, I also went to, uh, I went to Belmont as a music major and auditioned for Opryland and played, you know, worked in the shows at Opryland and met these girls. And then this is where the story begins. <laughs> <laughs> Meet together, the foreign girls next door. That's perfect. Well, I'm so excited to learn more about the group. You're the first girl group I have on the show, so this is super exciting. Hey. Yeah, so when you got started, how was it like for you to combine together? Since there's four of you, I'm sure you have some different musical interests and approaches to performance and songwriting. So what is it like getting started as a group back then when you're piecing together your sound and getting started in your career? Well, I think uh, one thing that was good for us is producer Tommy West, kind of he took us under his wing and he worked with us we started out doing a lot of studio work with him and uh, he really helped hone our sound and helped us work together. But as far as our personalities, it just, it just worked in the very beginning. And I think it says a lot of some lot for even today, the fact that we're still together, we still love each other. We still love being together. And of course, love singing together. Yeah. And this is Diane. And I, I think too, even though Tommy did play a big part in our sound, I think we kind of came together very organically as a group. It, it just gelled from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. The blend um, was easy. It was not difficult. We, we had all, everybody had good instincts about, you know, what kind of technique to use on what song. It was just a natural thing that happened. So, um, you know, we were blessed in that way that it was not something that we had to, we didn't have to work on our blend that hard. No. It just happened. I was going to say, and the interesting thing um, with working on that and how Diane said it was very organically uh, done and has been for three decades now, um, almost four, I guess, is that when somebody else takes the lead and then the other parts change around and then somebody else takes the lead. And we even do that on songs where somebody, you know, somebody will sing the, the melody on the one, the first chorus and the second one, it changes up that there are many people who can't tell who's doing what because we are so in sync and so listening to each other and looking at phrasing and looking at, you know, listening really well. So it's, it's just, we really are amazed at it sometimes. And like Diane said, it is very much or an organically developed sound that we, we, um, we think it's unique. Yeah, for sure. I think it's so amazing that you have that natural connection and that organic approach because, I mean, oh my gosh, I can't even name the number of bands that started and then a few years later they broke up and went solo. But to see you still together after all these years, I think it really makes a statement. And you've had some incredible experiences as well. So before you split up and got back together in your earlier career days, what were some of your favorite highlights? 
Well, this is Cindy, and uh, one of my favorite highlights as far as where we performed was the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C. with George Jones. That was just, I mean, we were so honored to be asked to be a part of that. So that was really, really uh, cool. And then also we did Caesar's Palace with Oak Ridge Boys, uh, which was a fun, fun thing. Uh, we, we toured with Statler Brothers, with Lee Greenwood. Um, as far as tours, we did a lot of just dates with people. But those were some highlights that I can think of. Do you have other highlights that you think? Well, I think we were talking about right now there is fair season all across the country. And we think about how hot. This is it, a highlight. We're oh, about- exactly. Okay, let, let me. Let me. She's confused. No. The hot, but, but, but when I think about fair, the, the fairs and the outdoor events that we did, and some of them were just unbelievably warm. But the, the highlight of those type of events is where you really meet your, your fans you're right there. There's not a lot of security restrictions when it's just you and in that kind of event versus when we are with some of the, when we sang and opened the shows for a lot of the bigger event, uh, names, they had a lot of security and they needed to, et cetera. But when you think about some of the dates we did, those highlights is we really got to meet the fans. We always did meet and greets. We did, uh, we signed uh, pictures and stuff. So I think meeting the fans, hearing what they had to say, getting those connections, because the four of us are very, we are very in tune to people. We love people. We're not, we're very um, extroverted. So all of that, I think, would be the highlights, um, just generally speaking, is those opportunities that we really got to to meet the fans all over the world and those are all over the country in those little, really tiny towns. That's incredible. Shout out to you for being extroverts. I'm a total introvert. <laughs> <laughs> we love introverts. We have a lot of them in our circle, too. They keep us balanced. Perfect. Any of you want to add any other highlights before we move on? You know, this Diane, I was thinking about y'all remember that. Where was that gig? It was it was pouring down rain. It was very early in our career. Was it Athens, Georgia, or and it was right when our our first single had had I guess it was starting to peak. And we looked out there and there are these people out there in the rain with our umbrellas up and they were all singing along with us. And yes, we are big cry babies. We always have been. We always <laughs> will be. And a very emotional, you know, when, when finally you go, wait a minute, this, this is starting to happen. This is starting to click. And, and, and just, it was a real connection with the audience as well. Um, I think that was a very memorable, I can't yes, remember where it was, was but. Yeah. And I've heard people, other artists say that it's really, it is amazing when you look out and see people singing with you. And then for that to actually happen to us was just, it, it was pretty, I remember dying. I remember that one. That was awesome. And and then we've had those times where they weren't singing with us. They were chanting at us. <laughs> <laughs> we, to me, we did a, um, a biker rally um, in Mole Lake, Wisconsin. Yeah, that was a, a and it was, it was pretty exciting. We opened for Dwight Yoakam. And it was just a huge crowd. And but we're twenty-some-year-old kind of Southern girls, a little on the naive side to some extent. And they uh, were asking us to show body parts, <laughs> and, and it's chanting that. And we laughed because at one point 
their chanting was louder than those huge speakers and and racks of all that stuff going on. And um, but once they kind of started hearing us sing, they chilled out and started enjoying the show. But those are those times. I don't think those are highlights. Yeah, closing the audience down. Oh, uh, it, yeah. Some of them were topless. I'll yeah. just go ahead and say it. Was that, one, that woman sitting on top of the man's shoulders and she put her, pulled her shirt up. It was like, oh my. This God. is not the ball lady. <laughs> but then life, they finally realized that we weren't going to take our clothes off. So they decided to listen to our music. <laughs> so it was, it was memorable. Yes. <laughs> wow. Well, you guys have had quite the eventful experience. <laughs> <laughs> we have. We have. So after having, you know, so many incredible moments and working so well together as a group, there was quite a long period where you weren't together before you came back. So what was it like to make the decision to stop at that point when you did and then start up again? This is Cindy. And I think it was a little surreal when it all started coming together when we realized that this is the first time in all these years that we were all on the same page and all available. We had talked about it many times through the years because it would be fun. I don't think any of us deep down in our heart ever felt like that we were totally finished, but it was never the right time because life just happens. Uh, Diane and Doris both are cancer survivors, so that was part of those years off. Uh, We've taken care of family members taking care of parents. Uh, we raised our children. So, I mean, we had pretty full lives just work, just doing life as individuals. So last May, when we decided to do a reunion show uh, here in Murfreesboro, just right outside of Nashville, and I think then was like, hey, let's just do something else while we're here. And then we had a couple of producers that approached us and said, hey, we'd like to record y'all. What do you think? And one thing just took on the next thing. And here we are, you know, a little over a year later doing it. And so it's pretty incredible. Uh, We feel like it's very much a God thing at the timing of it and just where we are. And uh, we're just really excited, but I think very surreal. There's a lot of times I still go back going, I can't believe we're doing this. It's exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was just going to say when we decided to, uh, to stop singing years ago, it was another tough decision because we loved what we were doing, but that was, it was time. It was time for us to take a break, lightning flight, Cindy, raise our families. And, uh, it, but it was different because, you know, to step away with something from something that was, that you loved and that was your life. You know, I know I struggled with that for a while, you know, when we mm-hmm. stepped down, but, but, you know, we all went our separate ways, but we all stayed in touch. That was what was so wonderful. We lived life together. Anytime anybody experienced things, there was like somebody was saying the other day, you pick up the phone call and you may talk like I may talk to Diane, but I haven't talked to Tammy in a a month or so. You know, well, that triggers those phone calls. So we definitely kept ourselves together and stayed in touch over the years, which allowed us to do what we're doing. And just it's just but like Cindy said, we are blessed to have the opportunity to get in. But to me, just even on the this is Tammy, when I think about when it part of the other components that that we had to recognize on on it was time to to take a break or whatever was some of it was just the business itself um that's the that's the not the Cinderella story of all of this is i mean you're dealing with record labels you're dealing with management you're dealing with everyone's opinion you're dealing with 
so much that at that time, our the original record label we had had folded. We were five years with them. Then, then we signed on with Atlantic Records, and they had a whole other um, idea of what they wanted to do. Yet we had already been established almost 10 years with our own um, responsibilities and our own vision for what we were doing. And they, they had other ideas. And some of that was just really a hard thing to add to the other things that we really did enjoy raising our family and being all that stuff. So that was also another reason that I think played a part in saying, you know, this it's time, it's time. So just letting everyone know the business aspect of any career it definitely plays a role in what you're, how you're going to move forward or stop. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think what you said is super enlightening just from like the personal side and the business side and just the important message to take away that, you know, when you feel in your heart that something's telling you, yeah, we need to take a break. Like it's time to take a break for one reason or another. Like you follow that. And I think it's beautiful how you stayed in touch all these years and you were able to get back together when the time was right. And how does it feel? Like, does it feel like anything has changed since you started? Or does it feel like just yesterday you're doing this? Uh, yeah, before and after picture. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we, we really do look pretty good considering. <laughs> uh, clarify that. Uh, considering our age. <laughs> <laughs> well, other than age, obviously. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, gravity took over. <laughs> we are all in we're all in bed around ten o'clock now. <laughs> there were nights it'd be two or three and we'd still be up chat, you know, chatting or whatever. But we're we're all looking at our, our phones around nine o'clock. Like, gotta go take my makeup off. <laughs> yeah, but that, that that you know, that aspect of it is different. But you know, we had to we have to make very few adjustments vocally, so that hasn't changed much. Mm-hmm. We still sound the same. We still sound really good. Um, so that part of it has come together pretty well for us. Um, we're real excited about some of the new stuff we've got coming out. You know, it's updated, of course. Um, the business has changed a lot. Oh, oh Lord in heaven. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a whole different, yeah. I mean, you know, when we were doing this many years ago, it was before Facebook. It was before all of social media, any. Yes. So, and we're very thankful for that. <laughs> but I'm just saying that now is a whole new ball game of how you how you do it, how you get your numbers up, how you get your following, how you get your bookings. It's its not like it was all those years ago. And thank goodness for Diane. Yes. <laughs> yes. She's our tech girl, yes. nerd. I don't know if that's she fair. Talk more about that. Yeah. <laughs> Is it, it, I tell y'all, it wears, I mean, y'all know that, it wears me out. Because I'm just like, I'm so, I'm like, oh my gosh. And Diane, she is so good. I'm just like, let her do it. You know, help me. Because I, I told, I said, y'all, I just want to sing. I don't want to do all this other stuff. But we know, like Cindy said, that we have to do this yeah. to get us back out there to do, you know. So I'm just like, tell me what to do. I'll, I'll just do it, you know. Just, <laughs> but this is Diane, but and, and I, it, and the only reason I'm doing it is because I enjoy doing it. You know, she's doing I, it because nobody. <laughs> Truth, honest. Be honest. <laughs> you do enjoy it though, Di, don't yes, you? I do. I We're do. Thankful. Yes, she's yeah. very good. She really, she'll call us and say, "Okay, 
I need content. I need content. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's yeah, so but they, they know more than, than, than they're letting on to know, I promise you. <laughs> well, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. I'm stubborn. I'm kidding. I'm really kidding, Doris. <laughs> Yeah, well, I bet it's really interesting for you, especially, you know, we are talking about how things were so different before that, how they are now, you know, I'm an independent artist and just trying to get, you know, started like the way things are now and royalties being so terrible for songwriters. It's just like not the best. So it's kind of nice how you started at a time where it was a little better. I don't think the music industry has ever been perfect, but definitely better where you're not starting from zero. You have a following from before and you're just kind of getting reestablished with your new music. And uh, speaking of new music, do you want to chat about your new single, what it's called and the inspiration behind it? So the new single is What's This Thing You've Got About Leaving? And it was actually written by one of our producers and another co-writer. And when we went in to look at songs that we wanted to look at this project, we wanted to obviously look at our age and what we could um, realistically portray. portray <laughs> and, and so that was part of it. We also uh, didn't want to do things about drinking and cheating and all that stuff. That's just not where we are in life. So the the we want to be genuine in what we're doing. That's where we are at this age. So that song we loved. What it starts with the chorus of all four of us. It's right out of the shoot. It's the all four of us singing. We loved what it said. It talks about you know this this partner going. Why are you leaving? Every time it starts really getting good, you're going. So let's stop right now. Let's make it right. Let's talk things through. You know, we love that message because we've all there have we've been. Some of us have been married for decades. Some are always been married for decades but some of are in second marriages, that kind of thing. So we know that anything worth having is going to take a lot of work. So that's kind of what we loved about this song being, being the first thing, because it really is something that we are, we're trying to, um, <laughs> Diane is over here talking. And I'm I'm to, I'm on a, I'm She's on preaching roll. and I'm singing. From the <laughs> exactly. Here we go. But that's really where, as we were looking at, there were so many factors that went into the choosing this, the songs that we, that we have chosen the seven songs on this album that we've chosen. One of them is a spiritual song because that's our faith is so important to us. So that was in, that was something we wanted to do and add to it. It's also acapella. We know that we shine bright when, when it's just the four, the four voices say that fast three times. <laughs> and um, just some of the other songs, we just felt like they were, they were right in where we, what we wanted to talk about, sing about and people to understand where we have evolved three decades later. Then we have a really fun song called If God Was a Woman. And it just is a fun tongue-in-cheek song about, uh, anybody else want to talk? <laughs> this is Tammy. I've had some caffeine. <laughs> Sorry. Next, somebody else talk. Cindy. Cindy's going to tell you about that song. Oh, I am. <laughs> you are doing a great job. Cindy. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's just a... Very tongue-in-cheek song about, you know, if God happened to be a woman, you know, chocolate would make us thin. and, and Our uh, hair wouldn't our hair gray. Would be, yeah, and we would, you know, not have any bad hair days. No. Really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, 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 a, it's a very group, fun song. So that's, we kind of played the gamut, I think, in the seven songs that we chose. We have a lot of different ones. And it was fun. 
And then the, the real special song that seems to be a lot of people's favorites, oh. or at least her top three. Yeah. Uh, this is Diane, and we had we did a song called Shades of Grey, and I'm partial to it because my son co-wrote it, and um, it's it's really a sweet song, and it, it, it elicits a response that kind of surprised us. I mean, we knew it was touching, but, you know, a lot of people – um, in our demographic, you know, they they would get tearful, or you know, it, it, they would become reminiscent, or you know, so it it had that effect on people. It's about um, a young person who grows up with his grandmother, and and she has gray hair, and she they go into the um, what would you call what's the word, Tammy? Um, talking about shades of gray in the hair, but she's also comparing it to the shades of gray that we live throughout our lives. And then the story ends with the person singing the song has their grandchildren in their lap and they're asking about the shades of gray in their life. So it's it's just a, a good story. It's very uh, simply written. It's very relatable, sentimental. relatable, sentimental. Yeah, all that stuff. So, and Chris wrote it. So. <laughs> and this is, I thought this was so interesting when we were in this recording studio course we just had a guitar demo with mm -hmm. Chris and the other songs a lot of time and you know this as a writer the demos that you get a lot of times they're full-blown production so our other demos of the songs that we, were, we had chosen were really nicely done and this was just a guitar vocal and when we I'm, I'm getting chills talking about this because when we went in the studio and they they all those wonderful musicians had the opportunity to be create creative they took that simple guitar vocal of Chris and his guitar to another level. The mm, track is track. amazing. And so that is just so cool that they had that opportunity and it just adds to the, the, the just what it says in the song. The track is perfect for this song. So yeah, it's really, it neat. is very appropriate. Mm -hmm. Very appropriate. Wow. Well, I love hearing about all of your music. I can't wait for the whole album. And I think it's so incredible because you like you I forget who said it but you know like you're pulling on life experience and like someone like me I'm only 26 years old I don't nearly have as much life experience as you and so I think it's so interesting how when you're writing these songs and you're choosing what songs to include on the project you're looking at it as you know where you are now and what's authentic to you now which wouldn't be for maybe someone like me and I think it's really interesting how you're in such a special place where you're able to pull on so many experiences and your whole life journey to create this project. Yes we love that even where we are right now and to me that's part of what we're what we hope to do with young women and even little girls. We want to inspire to dream big and it's never too late and things may look different, but your life experiences actually are part of that journey that we believe God has ordained those steps for you for such a time as this. So that's what we would inspire um, young women and little girls to just dream big because it is possible. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't do it. Um, but realize there's a lot of sacrifice and there's a lot of bumps in the road and all that, but just, just keep doing it. The same thing goes too for the older women who are, are facing maybe, um, some ageism or they feel like they are, or they feel like, you know, nobody, well, you, I mean, it's just the process that, that happens in this country where older people do not feel as seen or as heard. And so, 
you know, that's the other end of the spectrum that we want to encourage is that, you know, you are important and you are seen and you are heard and continue with your life. Um, it's important at any age. Yeah. Perfect. Well, that's like a perfect transition because my last question was any advice to any songwriters out there. So if any of you want to add any final pieces of advice for aspiring musicians. You know, I think for songwriters, we don't, the four of us don't write a lot, but I've experienced a lot of it with, with my son who does a lot of writing. And I think these days, it's important to collaborate as a writer. If you're comfortable with that, I think it's a really good a way of, of writing. And it's probably done more now than it was ever done, you know, years ago. Um, but I, I think that, you know, it's just like Doris said, when that band got together in the studio and all those creative, ju- creative juices started flowing, it's the same thing with writers, you know, and you know that you're a writer. When you get with somebody else and it's just like, whoa, I didn't think of that. Or, you know, it's just, a, uh, I think, a real important factor today for songwriters. I would think, um, this is Tammy, I think that, again, being authentic is important. There's so much out there. And I think social media sometimes make makes people try to do something that someone else is doing, but it's not really them. And I think if at the end of the day, when you're more authentic, and you really walk in that, um, what you can and what you're capable of doing, saying still push yourself vocally, whatever you're, or instrumentally, but to also um, just be true to yourself on what you believe your vision is for yourself. Allow other people that you respect to pour into you and help you and take criticism from them, but don't let just the general public sometimes make you feel like you're not good enough or that you've got to meet what they're saying is perfection. That would be a, another, uh, something that, that to consider. Yeah. Anyone else? Nope. All right. Well, that's perfect. You guys are so inspiring. So hilarious. I was like over here trying not to laugh the whole time. (laughs) You guys are so fun. And I had such a great time chatting with you. Can you share with everybody where they can find you online and listen to your music? Yes, we have a web page, www.girlsnextdoormusic.com. And everything tied with social media is going to be Girls Next Door Music. Um, Facebook, Instagram, all of it is Girls Next Door Music. So um, Linktree is Girls Next Door Music, where you can find just about everything. So, um, so yeah, we've got it all. We're out there doing it. You know, we're doing the best we can. Perfect. Well, it was a true honor having you on the show. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed this episode with Girls Next Door. And of course, until next time, stay stay right right on on track. track.